Hey, it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. Hey, it's me, Dr. Lisa. And I do, I really do give a shit. You know, that's the thing. I don't know what I can do for you, but I really do give a shit. Anyway, it's going to be a super busy day here today. Um, first up, I have Prince Harvey, who's this uh, rap musician who recorded an entire album in secret in an Apple store. He did that. The album dropped in July. Uh, he got a lot of press for it, and he's an amazing artist and an amazing human being. And he has, like, the coolest dreadlocks, too. He's late. He's late because I'm sure, like, he's probably his people, you know, he's probably being surrounded by paparazzi out Side the studio and can't get through and um, you know I have my security out there but I don't know you know we're working on it so he'll be here pretty soon and then after that uh, oh after that we're still uh, we're going to have uh, Karen Marston but uh, who's an incredible artist, but uh, and Spencer Schilling. We're going to talk about uh, this film that we screened on Sunday, which was about me. It was a documentary that Spencer Schilling made on the three months leading up to my wedding, and it's called Cold Feet. And the documentary is how me, a middle-aged woman, did not want to get married. And that's the truth. I didn't want to get married. I was engaged for five years my husband's great, Phil Bueller. I have no complaints, but I th always thought that getting married was just really stupid and corny and some, like, little girl chick thing, and I just didn't really want to do it. I thought it was really stupid. And so, anyway, I wound up uh, getting married, and, uh, um, oh, here, we're getting a text. Here, I'm going to read this to you. This is from uh, from Prince Harvey, and it says, Hey. I'm sorry I'm super late. I had an emergency. All right. Well, you know, it's more that we can grill him about when he gets here. Because I've got a few questions for him. First of all, I want to know what his real fucking name is. I'm going to find out. I'm telling you that right now. I'm going to find out his real name. And I'm not going to let him play. I'm not going to let him play like I'm the big rap star. I have like a big front. I'm going to get through that. Stick with me, guys. You'll see it. And like I said, in the second half an hour, we're going to have the film, uh, the discussion about the film. There's on my uh, Facebook page, there's a link to the um, trailer for it if you want to see. And uh, you can see me uh, freaking out on, uh, you know, when we got married, my husband and I were mic'd. We had mics and a film crew and stuff like that at our wedding at Here Art Center. It was so crazy. Um, and I am glad I got married. You know, I mean, uh, I think um, it does give me a lot of stability. And I'm hoping we're going to get to know each other better as time goes on. But you may be able to tell how insecure and I don't know maybe you can't but you know uh, a lot of my life I've really dealt with uh, instability and overcoming it which has really been uh, helped me develop a lot develop a lot of strength and 
and uh, resilience in order to deal with you people out there because you people, you people are my problem. You make me nervous, all of you. Because, like, my mother is in my head uh, telling me she's in there. All, she's been only dead for over 10, 15 years, but she's still in there, and she's telling me that uh, you don't like me. And I have to get her to shut up so I can, like, enjoy your company. You, all of you, every single one of you. And so that's a big, big thing for me. And um, so uh, anyway, so that's what I'm dealing with here. And I hear, oh, my God, is he going to come in here? I wonder if he has a detail, like a whole bunch of entourage people. When I saw him, he's pretty, he's very glam. We know, we know you know. Anyway, uh so I'm really inter- – back to me, back to me. I'm really interested in having this discussion about the film because what happened was – so it's this really intimate film. Uh, it's 45 minutes, and we screened it at Pine Box Rock Shop this past Saturday night with the filmmaker from L.A. there and the whole thing. And it was pretty intense because I was sitting there watching, and the film really was most was about me. It was about me. It's true. And it was about me, like, freaking out, dorking out. I don't want to get married. It's so corny. It's so stupid and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and then at the end, I mean, no spoiler alert, but, you know, there's this big moment on the, uh, you know, when I'm actually getting married. And that's kind of the conclusion of it. Uh, So it's just really super, super intense and intimate and I you know um, I'm excited to discuss it and see see what we can learn but you know see so I'll get a reality check is what I'm saying but now I'm being oh Jesus Karen Marston's here Um, get on the mic Karen say hi the third one over there Um, so Karen Marston's here. Are you the one who sent me the text with the emergency? Yeah. No, that was that was Prince Harvey. So see, Karen, she's an artist that has her shit together, and she showed up before my other guest. <laughs> this is what happens. I need I need a staff here. I need a booker. I need a, a man. I need management. I mean, although I do have the best people in the entire planet who are running the station and make it incredibly uh, help. They are incredibly, they, they actually make me capable of doing things I never even thought I could do. The cat is really running everything, right? <laughs> so we are waiting actually for Prince Harvey, Karen, because Prince Harvey had an emergency. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to meet Prince Harvey, and then when Har- Prince Harvey comes here, you're going to have to leave, and then we'll get you back. But in the meantime, let's do some promotion. By the way, this is uh, Radio Free Brooklyn, which is the best, the best radio station in the entire Western Hemisphere, without a doubt, because I've listened to every single goddamn station, and I'm sure of it. Uh, it's got the best people. It's got music. It's got talk. It's got politics. Right now, it's got Karen Marston. I mean, what more? What more could you want? So, Karen, you know these 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 rock 
pe- these uh, hip hop people are so rely- unreliable. He's not here yet. So let's talk about the show. Part of what I want to do today is uh, just jump all the place, but bear with me. This is going to be a really this, no. There's a lot of really intense shit going on. You can you can tell in the atmosphere around here that like the the way things are going, it's just bouncing all over. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about. Um, the art world, because this is the big weekend. This weekend, the 11th, the 12th, uh, is the biggest weekend of the season in the art world. And there are way, way too many shows for you to get to see. But there's two that I really want you to see that I think are really important. One of them is um, at Invisible Exports with the gentleman that I had on, Clifford Owens. And that opens on Friday night, the 11th at Invisible Exports, and that's in the Lower East Side. And the opening is from 6 to 8. But I also... Oh, look, there's Prince Harvey. So I also want you to go to see this other show that's going to be really amazing. And actually, if you have a priority, you should probably go to this show because uh, it's... um, It's only going to be around this weekend, and it's at Fireworks Gallery, which is at 146 Berry Street between North 5th and North 6th Streets. And it's going to be a show that, uh, one of my favorite words, Disturbances. It's called Disturbances, and it features uh, three great Brooklyn artists, Jessica Hargreaves, Karen Marson, who's here, and Kathleen Vance. They're really, really amazing artist, and I think that the show is going to have um, overlapping tensions of interior and exterior space, buffeted by weather patterns, both both emotional and meteorological, which is sort of uh, a uh, metaphor for this moment on radio. Um, okay, now I'm taking charge again, and welcoming Prince Harvey to the show. Hi, Prince Harvey. Hi, I'm sorry I'm late. Uh, that's all right, because uh, you had an emergency. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to talk to you first, and then Karen is an artist, and we're going to talk to her next about the film that we screened this weekend about me not wanting to get married. But that's another story. We're going to focus on you. <laughs> so, Karen, it's up to you. You, you what? Do you want to wait outside? It's hot in here. It's hot in here. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so I'll call you back in. All right, thanks. Prince Harvey, man. I can't believe we're in the same room. This is so freaking awesome, right? How you doing? I'm great. I'm great. I'm really glad you came by. I'm glad we're getting to spend some quality time together. I've been wanting to do this for quite some time. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, I met met Prince Harvey because I saw you perform at Amakay's Diner. It was like, was that a launch party for your album? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, was, yeah. Incredible. It was like the luckiest day of my life because I, I was like walking past and I was like, this has the best vibe. What the fuck is going on in this place? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I can tell. I can tell. You know, I'm known for my perception. I can right, right, tell, right. you know. So I went down there and I thought, wow, this is a really awesome you know, scene vibe in the room, and everybody was so talented. The people that started that, you know, uh, well, you were obviously the headliner, but the people that, you know, war- your warm-up acts were also pretty fucking Oh, um, rough. yeah, I mean, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't so much of warming up as it was just, uh, you know. Yeah, I don't know. That's what we say in the comedy world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great evening. Uh, it was yeah. a fucking. What, what was that like? What like after that night was over? Like what what was it like the end of the night of that night for you? It was pretty amazing. I felt I felt I felt like I was on top of the world. Yeah. What time did it end for uh, you? Were you up all night? Uh. Yeah. 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 I was up until like six in the morning. Was it like just that's like one of those things that just seems like this amazing moment in in your life? Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was great. It was great. Yeah. I was up till like six, and then. The next morning, I had to like talk on BBC Radio, and it was like, wow, it was like fun. It was like, oh hey, you know. So I want my listeners to understand. So, what one of the reasons why your album got a lot of attention because you recorded it surreptitiously in an Apple store, all by yourself, right? Yes, I don't know what surreptitiously means, but I'm gonna oh. say yes. Uh, well, yeah, without but, them knowing, um, without and not off the books, not 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 with permission. Yeah, no, yeah, there was secretly permission. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think that is so amazing and um, radical, uh, and also what I love about it is it's the artist's cockroaches theory, where if you really got to make your work, like you'll fucking do anything to make it. Like right, whether you right. have a laptop or nothing, whatever you got to do, right? You were right. like that, right? Yeah. So, um, but I also want people to really appreciate the music because uh, we don't want that story to. I don't. I want people to like go. I I post it. I post my website and stuff like that. They really have to appreciate your music and particularly the writing because. It is really special music, and um, I'm sure that's what motivated you so forcefully to get it out there, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So since we're Dr. Lisa gives a shit, and this is kind of a psychological type of discussion, um, and I don't know enough about music to ask you anything really intelligent Mm -hmm. about it, um, I want to talk more about you. Is that okay? You ready for that, man? Yeah. Okay. Well, f- so. well, first, well, first of all, this is this is what's really weird that I don't want to under- that I want to understand. So when I first got in touch with you, uh, you didn't. I haven't actually had. We've corresponded quite a bit, but uh-huh. it's only been with your dude, Justin. Who the fuck is Justin? Oh, he's just he's just a friend of mine who uh, who helps me out. He helps me. Uh, um, he knows how to he knows how to talk really well. He knows how to phrase things in like a really really he, good way and, he so out for me. and he's like your representative uh yeah i got i mean there are a few of my friends who who act as that who you know my friend morgan does that my friend tammy does does that you know they just um are they getting paid that's what i really want to know are they getting paid for that um no they do it out of love because they love me wow yeah. and they believe in your music uh yeah and just me in, in, as an individual as a as a person you know, really trying to, like, get something off the ground, um, like, basically by myself, you know? Wow, that's pretty impressive. We don't, I don't see that. I, I mean, that's very cool. I don't see that a lot in my cynical, in my yeah, cynical yeah. world. So you, you said, I want to, yeah, maybe this will help us understand that. So you lived in a loft in Bushwick with 20 other people, right? Yeah, right down the street. So like, what was that like? It was a... Uh, how do, how does one wind up in a loft with twenty people? That's what I want to know. Um, it, yeah, it was cr- 
crazy, actually. Uh, I I lived in a place in Brooklyn, in Kensington, and the landlord sold the house. So we had to move. So that summer, I got a sublet down in Flatbush for three months. At the end of the sublet, I hit up a friend who was going to Europe, and I was like, hey, I want to sublet your room. And no, actually, he hit me up and said, hey, you should sublet my room. And then, you know, I was like, okay, cool, I'll do this. And very, very last minute, he was like, hey, actually, I can't do this um, for whatever reasons. And so I didn't have a place. And one friend actually offered me a place like two days before I had to move out. And he said, hey, I'm going to LA and you can have this room and I'll just talk to the landlord, smooth everything over, and it'll be great. Cool. So I move in, move all my stuff in, and within three days, I was I was out one day, and he calls me, and he says, you have to get all your things out, like, like now, like yesterday. The landlord, the landlord is gonna is gonna throw everything out, and mm. I I said. And I didn't really believe, I didn't know. That's not a stable situation. Like I was just, that's not a good situation. I didn't know what was going on. And I'm like, uh, okay, I can't get there right now, but I'll get there as soon as I can. By the time I got there, the locks had been changed. And uh, all my music equipment, he Mm. took like the next day. Wow. I got in contact with the landlord. And the next day he like let me have my clothes. uh, Like he put a suitcase of mine out, out like in the front, but like. That was it. Like, change the locks on my music equipment, you know. um, That sounds really unstable and upsetting. How old are you, Prince Harvey? I'm 25 now. Yeah, yeah. How old were you then? Uh, 24. 23? Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. That's like a weird, yeah, that stage of your life. That's not going to be happening to you when you're my age, I promise you. Yeah, so that's how I lost my computer. And, um, yeah, so basically what it was was he, uh, I guess he owed the landlord Rent. He, was, he was paying on a weekly basis, and he owed the landlord like three weeks worth of rent. And right. I didn't know this. He didn't like tell me any of this. He told oh, me it would be cool. Man. He actually never even mentioned me to the landlord, which was like. like so you uh, got really screwed. So I what? Had, so you? I had what? some friends who had a loft in right over here, and mm-hmm. I was like, in "Hey, Bushwick. I need a place to stay." You know, this is it's a lot of people, so it's not my ideal. I like, I like, I, I don't like being. Amongst a lot of people, you're a little like, bit of so, an introvert. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, a little bit, and you know, so it's like, yeah, I did this album at the Apple Store in front of a whole bunch of people, but you know, it's not because I wanted to do it; it's because my computer got stolen. Did they? What were people know, knowing what was going on while you were doing it, or were you doing it sort of like off to the side? Like, what? I mean, you weren't performing in the store, or were you? I mean, I was just doing my thing. Um, I was were people for- watching you and noticing you? I mean, were you making a scene? Was it like... Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I mean, like... Down most of the time. How did you get away with doing it if people were watching you like that? They just thought... What did they think you were doing? Uh, I don't know. Just singing? Just, just being, you know, I, I don't just know. Just being like some weird New York dude. So when you live in an apartment with 20 people, is it sex orgies all the time or part of the time? No, or on Wednesdays, come on. <laughs> What's that like? What's that like? Is it like, what is it like? Is it like everyone's up all the time? Is there drugs, alcohol, sex? Tell me. I want to know. I want to know what I'm missing. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's a 24-7 kind of place because it's like everyone keeps different hours. Like 
Some people work 95, some people work the nights, some people don't work at all. It's like, it's a 24-7 place. And then it's like, there are the, the, like the 20 to 25 people who live there, then they're like also on a weekly basis, like people who like end up sleeping there or who are like in town and like it's a crash. Or, it's a know. crash pad, really. Yeah, like, it's yeah. what we used to call a crash pad in my day. I was a little young for the crash pad, but it always seems, it sounds so exciting. I missed all that. Yeah, but I paid rent. I don't like to pay rent. <laughs> you paid rent. Yeah. A lot of people don't pay rent. Yeah. yeah. Well, some people didn't. Some so, people do you do? You, so, what do you do for money, if I can ask? What do I do? Perform. I've been Are you been making money off of this? This is how you make your living. Wow, very cool. That's very cool. So, do you, how much? I mean, I know you're really popular. I have no idea about the music business. I really don't. So, like, how big is your following, or how? What are your sales, or how do you? What? What? What do you? What? What does it involve? You're successful. What does that mean? What, is, well, what do you do? I came out and wait for, for free, and you know, a whole bunch of people got it. And um, the, uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm just excited to grow as an artist. And mm-hmm. you know, just to like do, do other things, and it's like this album is like really, really cool. And you know, if you can believe it, like I can do like other stuff that's gonna be like really, really cool and like really more cool. musical stuff. You yeah, mean. so I'm just trying to get like all like just you know I've been in the past this summer basically exposed to like a lot more resources, mm. a lot more people you know just mm-hmm. interested in like helping mm-hmm. me get the things that I want to get mm-hmm. done. done. Mm-hmm. And I'm really grateful for that. Mm. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. So, are you hetero? I never assume that. Are you heterosexual? (laughs) I never assume. I never assume. I'm really bad. That's the one thing I can never tell people are hetero, homo, pansexual, polysexual. So, Uh you're hetero? I'm going to ask you about girls. Are you date? Do you have girlfriends? (laughs) Or are you like super like popular now that you're like, is that, do you have like, not, so are you surrounded by women? Like hanging on to you, trying to like grab your underwear out of your pants and shit like that. What happens? I mean, hey man, I like to chill with my mom and like really. I had that feeling. You're a little bit of a mama's boy, aren't you? Because you're from um, Dominica. You're from um, an island off the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you're so chill. So how did you move here? My mom moved here, and I moved with her when I was, like, uh, 14. Oh, so you live with your mom now? Or you did? Um, did I live with my mom? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and yeah when I you lived, were 14. I lived, I lived with my mom, and, yeah, and then I, I lived on my own throughout, like, I lived on every in every single borough except for uh, Staten Island. Mm-hmm. Right now I live with my mom because, you know, I feel... I feel like now is an important time for me to be close to my family. Holy cow. Wow. That is so, like, um, the opposite of what being uh, – that's the opposite of superficial. That's the opposite of what you'd get out of, uh, you know, straight out of Compton. That's my education on that. No, I know a little more than that. But you know what I mean? That's really uh, – that's so that's so sweet. Jesus, so sweet and wholesome. Well, that's yeah. fucking wholesome, man. I mean, it's like – I don't know. I just, I just feel like, well, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm looking at my career and like looking at like what, what could possibly happen in like the next six months, and things could get really crazy. And it's, and, you know, so it's like, take in all the love and like, 
say all the things that you that you want to say right now, you know, because you know things could be like really, really, really supersonic and like really like things could go turbo really quickly. That's cool. And I don't want to like that's cool have any regrets. So, like, spending time with your mom is really grounding for you. Is that yeah, what you're yeah. saying? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's so awesome. Yeah. Can I ask you your real name? You want to know my real name? Yeah, because, yeah, can we? Can I just ask you it? Because I, I want to relate to you and your real name, if that's okay. This is. Oh, what do you mean? I mean, my mom, my mom named me Prince. She does? That's your real name? She named me Prince. Does that make it real? Yeah. Your okay. mom named you Prince. Yeah. Wow. Is is that it sounds uncommon to me is it uncommon is it uncommon like what where you you're mean? from are there other people named prince oh um sure, maybe. or or is that like like i went there it seems like there's only one prince was that an influence on her naming you after prince i don't know i think she's always maybe she just felt like she was a queen or something but yeah she just um oh wow she yeah, she's very vague about it because like my friends ask her and they're like you know why'd you like you know like What's up with Prince? And she's like, uh, he's just so, my Prince. And so, I don't know. What so, do you brothers or sisters? Yeah, I got, I got like 12 brothers and sisters. Oh, really? Do do and any of them? with my mom, you know, some of my father, and like, yeah, there's like mix and match. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, do you live with more than your mom? Do you live with any of your siblings? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like two sisters, like, like a sister in college, and, um, uh-huh. another sister in high school, and, um, yeah. So the way you grew up must have been sort of like living in that uh, loft with 20 people, right? Constant. Did you live with, did no, you grow no, up with no. all of them? Uh, I mean, no, 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 no. And um, growing up as like a young child from like born to like 13. At 13, I lived with my mom in my like you know i had like a bedroom that was about the size of this studio tiny um, i had um my stepfather my mm-hmm. mom and three and three sisters and you know yeah cool. yeah sort of normal that sounds like a normal amount of people so um so did you go to college college yeah would you study uh theater ah yeah where'd you go to college I went to the borough Manhattan Community College. Mm-hmm. Did you always think that that's a good place if you want to be in theater? Did you did you imagine like was music your first love or theater or what? Which was it? Did you always perform like as a kid? Were you in all the plays and stuff like that? Uh, something like that. I mean, yeah, yeah. I was a uh... <clears throat> star in the high school plays because you can sing and you have charisma. It's true. Oh wait, how'd you know I started my high school play? Because I'm Dr. Lisa. We know these things. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So true, right? Yeah. But in the the reluctant nice guy, like the guy that they cast, not the guy that was like, I want to do it. Put me in it. The guy was like, this guy's talented. He's the star. The yeah, yeah. How yeah. Do you know that? It was, it was literally just like that. It was yeah, I know. Like, I know. It was like, uh, yeah. Just like, yeah. 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 I, I actually got kind of like forced into it. Um, 11th grade, because there wasn't a drama club in my school, but like senior year, they were going to start a drama club and they put up the, they put up posters and stuff. And one of my English teachers, someone came to the class and like read one of the posters. Like someone was going around like announcing it. Yeah, and the student, she came into the class and she announced it. 
and then left. And then my English teacher at the time, she was like, you should do that. And I was like, no. She's like, no, yeah, I hear you read, like, because we would do, because we not only read the books that we wanted to read, like, we wouldn't not just read them at home. We'd come into mm-hmm. class and then read them, you know. Out everyone, loud. Yeah, everyone would get a turn to, like, Right, you'd read, practice reading, like, we right. Read plays and stuff, like, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Like, what was that book? Like, The Scarlet Letter mm-hmm. and You know, so, and she's like, yeah, you, you're really... You're really good. This is like right up your alley, is what she said, and she she like really pushed me to do it, and I did it, and it worked out. It worked out. Um. So, so um, what else was I gonna say? So, your mother. Tell me a little bit. So, what's your mother like? Is she the person in your family that you're closest to? Uh, the person in my family that I'm closest. Yeah, to. I mean, is uh, that like is that like. She, is that like the person in life that you're closest to, like your mom? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, pro- probably. Um, or who else would it be? Your sisters? Uh, no, I'm, no, maybe. I mean, maybe my family, my mom, because my mom is like, I don't know, she's really good at at managing us and like, you know, uh, I don't know. I feel like. Um, I feel like with like the relationship with my siblings, there's a lot that we also need to learn about each other, and like, but but like we're we're learning that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. like, you know, a lot of things get buffered through my mom, or like, you know, I she'll see. like explain the other person, right. to the, the, you know, right, right, but, um, right. But yeah, I really have I got good friends, and you know, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, you're good at forming like substantial relationships, obviously, which is which is really good. <laughs> Um, well, it's your values. I think you have good values. Were you brought up? Are you religious by any chance? Uh, a, l- a little, a little bit. A Is little it a uh, Christian religion? I mean, my my my, my uh, I grew up in a religious household. Yeah, it is mm-hmm. that. Christian. Um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm no expert on. But did you go? To, but your your mom is she religious? Um, yeah, yeah. And um, so what does she do? What does she do? Yeah, like what does she, how did she support you or what does she do all day or any of that? Oh, she's a, oh, she's a, she's a babysitter. Really? That's yeah. awesome. Before that, she was a police officer. Wow. And, um, yeah. Is she a really like strong woman, like a real like got her shit together? And yeah, basically. T- totally in charge woman, like in, yeah. pretty much in charge. And did you just grow up with one stepfather, or did you grow up with a stepfather role, a father figure? Or uh, I mean, I had my fa- my father and my stepfather, mm-hmm. and then and then there was a there was a man down the street that took care of me. Oh wow! Like when your parents were around, weren't around? No, he well, him and his wife they just kind of like had like an open house, and um, he was the pastor in my church oh, at wow. one point, and. Um, yeah, I just insisted my mom that I wanted to stay with him. And, you know, she was a single mom, and, you know, I was starting to go to school, and she she had to work, so she kind of, like, let me do that. But I, like, insisted insisted a lot, you know, so it wasn't, like, this thing where she, like, sent me away. It was more right. Like what, did you, like, what, did you, what did you like about the, the situation? I don't know. It's just, I, just, I guess I just felt a lot of love, and, you know. You felt at home there. Yeah, yeah, basically. Uh-huh. Are you still really close with those people? The people, the pastor? Oh, I guess. 
Um, or, or is it complicated? Because you're hesitating, which is fine. We don't. We can just change the topic. Uh, okay, cool. To, okay, we'll change the topic. Cause, but um, I find it really impressive, actually, after talking to you for just such a short time, how, you know, honestly, my impression of you from knowing nothing about you is just like, oh, here's another, you know, hip-hop artist or something. But you are really... Um, I, I'm really getting a feeling that a lot of your success or just ability to navigate the world in a way that's productive for you uh, has to do with um, being really uh, having a lot of really uh, way to connect with other people positively, probably because of a lot of love that you got growing up. Yeah. So that's really, really awesome. Are there a lot of people in your community? Hip-hop, right? It's a hip... What, what is your community? Is it hip-hop or...? Um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a mix of a lot of things. Um, and, you know, I think various things represent various things. <laughs> well, the people you're surrounded by, are they similar to you? Cause, or, I mean, do they have those kinds of relationships? Are they as grounded as you are? Or what's it like? Is, is nobody like me. There's nobody like you. Um, I mean, I mean, yeah. It's just like, of course, you have like similarities with like your friends and like even the mm-hmm. people like that you do business with. It's just like you know, mm-hmm. you 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 connect on um on on various levels. Um, yeah. Uh, I um, I'm just really about you know just like being strong and 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 doing the things that you want to do and the things that mm-hmm. you feel. That mm-hmm. are important to you, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Are you getting help, like from a lawyer? Do you have management at this point? Um, no, I, no. I've been talking to a lot of people about that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So you, know, you will soon. I guess haven't really found like the 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 like the precise mm-hmm. fit. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, just just working out things as they come. Right, so it's a lot, but you have a lot of people surrounding you, helping you, and stuff like that, because it's probably a lot to manage. Um, yeah. Does sure. your mom help you? Does she understand the business and stuff like that? Um, no, my mom. My mom doesn't really. My mom doesn't really. Uh, doesn't really um, work work on my stuff. Uh, I never really asked her, and she mm-hmm. she never offered. Mm-hmm. But yeah. so, what's the thing that you have coming up that you're most excited about? Um. Excited. Uh, I'm just performing, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's Where's, like mm-hmm. I mean, you saw me uh, perform. Yeah, it's terrific. It's, yeah, it's really, uh, really good. It's, it's definitely an experience and something that I'm still like building up on because it's like it's like it's really great now. And you know, and I know that because like people tell me, and like every time I perform, people like really just like you know. You know, like people tell me all kinds of things. Like I change their lives and all kinds of things. That's uh, so beautiful. That um, is really awesome. But but um, but I know that like even with like you know if I can like collaborate with other people to like you know do like different things you know it's like it can like even I can like even get it have, even like, bigger a greater greater effect. Right. Uh, you know. Um, right. The but yeah, I'm doing I'm doing a show next week in in like. Uh, in SUNY, SUNY Purchase. Oh, wow, um, that's so cool. Yeah, and and then later in this month, uh, 26, I'm doing a, a, a music festival in Pittsburgh. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and uh, I just did a show 
here in, in Bushwick actually uh, just last this past weekend. Oh, you know, so where? Uh, where? Yeah, at the Silent Barn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's yeah, it's you know I. It's been it's it's been it's been great. So it's just like trying to just just live just live yeah. life and have fun. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. And do you like to do theater as well? Did you enjoy theater? Did I enjoy theater? Yeah, or you're really yeah. a music guy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I enjoy theater. I'm I'm just also a really really big on authorship, and I like to write. So yeah, you're you know. a good writer. Oh, yeah, so writing is really important to you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Um, yeah. So I, I wanted I, I with music. I, I you know I'm I'm allowed to like really really express myself in in ways that I probably wouldn't be able to as like an actor. You know, it's like mm-hmm. so. It's like with with like with like um, theater work or like film work. You know, it would. I, I would. I would want to have a much, much more involved process. So it'd be like writing, writing movies. I mean, I've, I've, I've directed. I wrote and directed like my last, my last music video and one that I'm about to put out too. So it's like you know, I'm really, I'm, I'm really into like creating, uh, interesting visuals. Uh, but, but yeah, basically, I, I just, yeah, I like to write and like create, create beautiful things and, and you know. Right, yeah. right, right. Okay, well, um, so we're going to have to get um, Karen in here. Um, here's some free uh, um, giveaways. Ooh, these are great. <laughs> and I want to get a picture of you. Okay? Hey, let's do it. So there we go. There we go, Prince Harvey. So will you let me know when you're performing or in the neighborhood again? Because I really want to know, and I'll let everyone that listens, all my listeners know. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Cool. Thank you so much for coming in. You're yeah, no so doubt. adorable. You're so much sweeter than I met. You're so sweet. and or Yeah, really, you, you really you, are. You and and that, that's such a nice feeling. I feel really good having spent time with you. What you thought? I don't know, you know, because I get intimidated myself. So I think, oh well, he's got his people, so you know, whatever, you know. Um, I'm like, oh well, Justin, you know, because we didn't actually communicate. It's very unusual for me not to communicate with the person. So oh. I'm glad. So I'm like, well, he's got all these people. Now, now my friend, my friend, my friends, they just look out for me and make sure that I'm like doing the right things and like making the right mm-hmm. choices and like that I get the. You just get the best out of like the things that I'm doing. You know, that's good. Yeah, that's good because they believe in you. Because you you have integrity, man. Integrity. That's what artists need to hold on to, man. Their integrity, <laughs> the work, the work, not the fame, not the money. The integrity. You got it, boy. All right, let Karen in here. Okay, cool. Thanks, man. All right, so, uh, Karen. She out there? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there you go. Okay, time for Hi, Karen. Karen. Hi. So we got to uh, we got to um, discuss. Uh, that was pretty interesting. I would say. Did you hear that, Karen? Sit, sit over there. Sit over there. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. Stay in touch, man. Stay in touch. Well. So he, he's such a nice, nice boy. He's got a nice relationship with his mother. Isn't that great? <laughs> okay, so what's ringing? Is that like the phone or something? Let's uh, see. Turn this off and then 
Oh, okay. So we're supposed to have Spencer calling. I don't know if it's actually going to happen. I never can tell on these things. But um, let's. I, I brought you in. I we talked about um, you know people should check out your work, Karen Marston, KarenMarston.com, and um, really really great painter with. Um, Lots of uh, nature landscapes, but in a really that doesn't really quite cover it. It's very emotional and beautiful and rich and deep. And so I don't know how to describe your work. Disasters lately. Disasters. So you got to see it yourself. Don't listen to me. It's it's painting. It's art. All art is hard to describe. It's visual. It's visual. Visual. It is. It's very visual. So I'm posting on my website. Please look at it. Okay. Please come and come to the opening. Yeah, it's in, it's in Williamsburg at Firework. It's on Berry Street between North 5th and North 6th. And it's myself, Jessica Hargreaves, and Kate Vance. Mm-hmm. And, they're and Kate's having a baby probably like at the any moment. Any second. Like at, at today. Moment, you know. Today. She's having a baby, her first one. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to be able to drag her out of the hospital in time for the opening. But yeah, I think it's like the same day or something. The but, t- opening is a metaphor, right? <laughs> Um, yes, we're having all kinds of nature and all kinds of disturbances. But, um, yeah, her and Jessica did an amazing collaborative installation. Yeah. Jessica's over there painting on the walls. And the yeah. water is going to be flowing. And I'm excited. I'm looking forward and to it. And so, yeah. No, I'm really looking forward to it. So I don't know if we're going to get Spencer to call in or not, but I really wanted to um, – to get to talk to you about the movie that was screened on Saturday night. And part of the reason, like, uh, um, it sounds like so self-serving because the movie was about me. Um, but what what really, uh, well, no, but for me, what was really so great about it was, and it took, you know, it didn't take a solid five years, but Spencer's been working on it. It, it was shot five years ago. And what was so uh, amazing to me is that, you know, I really hadn't really seen it. I, mean, I still haven't really watched the the latest trailer or the late. Like, I don't like looking at that stuff. And, you know, I knew it would be great, but it was really rewarding to see how it came together so well as far as just a documentary film, right? Very well made. Extremely well made. And I felt that it was inspiring mostly for Spencer – um, to see the film, you know. I'm sure it's very different to see it screened big on the wall and hear an audience response than looking at it in your, you know, editing process on a computer all the time, you know, to finally, it's like seeing a painting in the gallery, you know, after you, when you've been working. Right, on it right. Time. And that was his first, um, the first screening, and it's been five years. So for me, it was just so rewarding to um, have that moment. Um, but I wanted to um, hear like what 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 you what you saw in it because I can't I can't be objective. I already knew the whole story. Were you surprised? So let's just explain the story really quickly. So basically, um, my husband um, I've been with him 15 years. He asked me to get engaged five years before we got married. We've now been married for five years. Um, and I was always really resistant to getting married because I thought it was like corny and I had worked so hard my whole life to establish my own identity and really be myself. I didn't want to be somebody's wife. So especially when you get to be middle-aged and uh, you've accomplished a lot, you don't want to just be like give all that stuff up that you proved on your own to be part of a couple. Um, and the film is about um, Spencer – 
it lives in L.A. now. Um, I should also mention, like, he's incredible. He's done, like, nine of his own shows, uh, films. He's, like, edited um, one of RuPaul's films, Star Booty. He's worked on every major uh, reality show as an editor and all that other stuff. He's incredibly accomplished. He has more work. Do you know he has more work than he can handle as an editor, right? Um, well, I felt like what it showed, it's interesting that you say – um, that you didn't want to, you were very afraid of giving up yourself. And so the thing that came through the strongest for me watching the film was how much you didn't give up one inch of yourself. Oh, really? That's so interesting. <laughs> Can you explain that? Um, well, you're so you. <laughs> <laughs> and you have um, a strong personality and a strong body of work, and your life is so much about your art making. And I absolutely understand that fear. You know, I think all women artists have that fear of losing themselves as artists and as individuals into the institution of marriage or relationship. Mm -hmm. um, but it was so clear that that was absolutely not happening. You couldn't have a more, you know, supportive partner there. So you think... And, and you, it was so clear how strong all you know that, that you, you were not going anywhere you were not going to disappear <laughs> <into> that <thing. laughs> so do you think that you would give phil i mean i do i say phil's a hero of the movie even though he's not in it very much but um he was so cute he's like oh i have a bit part <laughs> <laughs> but do you think that phil is, is really let's say tolerant or supportive or patient of me wanting to be who he, i am yeah, he's way more than tolerant He's your he's your cheering squad. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I don't appreciate him enough. I'm just going to say that out loud because, you know, I'm like, I don't know. I don't. I don't because I just don't. Yeah, you know. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> um, no, I think that the I think that you know I think having a relationship is hard. You know, you've had you've 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 done it. Oh. <laughs> uh, and I think that it's really common in the day-to-day -to, -day to, like, um, forget the overall value that that person, like, what, what that person, what, what, what everybody does for everybody else. Um, well, the telling moment was that I thought was really charming in the film was when Phil described meeting you and his very first impression of you, that you were just like this fireball in his face of incredible energy, um, that you were super forward and super, um, that, that what, that obviously the way he lit up describing it, that what he was stoked about was what, was what a strong self-possessed person you were, you know, and how, you know, how much, how energy you had, and so nothing about the process of your relationship and your marriage look like anything about controlling or stifling. It was just mm -hmm. about appreciating, and that's really beautiful and somewhat rare thing and lovely to see. See, that's what that's what. Um, see, it's really funny because you know it's really funny to see your life edited that way. I'm I mean, <laughs> there are Phil. Phil and I definitely have argued. I mean, I definitely am like you're controlling. You're too controlling. You're too controlling. And I think sometimes was definitely hidden in the editing. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think you know. I think you don't really. You don't. I'm not saying he is. He can be, but I don't think that people. You know, it definitely has an idealized view, of course, because it's a movie. It's interesting. I guess what I was wondering about, or what I thought was like, I wonder. 
during the actual wedding, I felt like that was the moment in my mo- that was the in my life in in real and in the movie. That was the time when I really, really deeply understood all the value that Phil, what Phil had really done for me, and what he meant for me, and why why he was so important, and how I was actually getting to tell everybody and thank everybody. Because I'm from a very unsupportive, critical family, blah, blah, blah. And Phil's, like, really helped me because I didn't have anybody like that in my life. before. So um, I was wondering if people that know me, like you know me, do you see that side of me, the side of me that got all vulnerable and weepy on stage? Or did you know that I had that? Or was that a re- – was it – Well, I've only – because I've only known you with Phil, right? Yeah. So I don't have any before or after perspective – um, and it was, yeah, no, it's certainly not the side of you that's on display on a day-to-day basis. It was really genuine and really emotional and really, um, you know, beautiful. You made me tear up watching <laughs> it. Uh, you certainly, like, allowed yourself to be vulnerable on camera and in front of all your friends and family, and it's an emotional moment. Um, but it wasn't like a moment, it wasn't like about, like, the weakness or dependency that we no. all fear. You know, it was just about like an open heartedness that was really beautiful. It made it made me think that like a lot of times I'm not as real as I could be. Actually, that's what it made me think. Oh well, who is? <laughs> I guess you're life. right about that. You know, that's life. <laughs> I mean, we couldn't. You know, it's like that would be like walking around naked every day outside. <laughs> no, maybe I don't know. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, I've been talking about that in group too. I guess I've been thinking about that. Um, there was another message that I thought that actually Spencer had beautifully woven into the film um, that um, a young woman had sort of spoken to me about after the film, which I was wondering if um, you know if that rang if that rang true is that um, getting married has been so um, idealized the wedding the whole thing and that I think that. Um, it's not I think I think women get I think particularly women get like kind of I don't know hoodwinked into it a bit like you don't realize like you're really going to be taking care of some guy like Phil is very self-sufficient which is great I mean I'm not like he does a lot of the dishes and all that shit but I think a lot of women do wind up being like the stalwart in their household and 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 taking care of things and doing all this stuff and it actually turns out to be very different than they imagined. Do you do you think that's true? Well, I can't speak to what all, know, w- all women. W- women. No, no we're making generalizations. It's, it's such a huge generalization because I'm sure everybody's experience is different. And and, and we you know the ideal would be that you're taking care of each other and you're, right and you're complementing each other's strengths and weaknesses. You know, somebody's good at the dishes and somebody's good at um, lining up the radio show and somebody's good at well. I think I think that um, I think that I mean I guess what I'm trying to say is that I I'm hoping that it gives permission for other women. Who who don't to like think about this has two sides to it, and there is an idealized view of marriage for women. Oh yeah, there's a huge mythology surrounding it, you know. And in and in recent years, um, I feel like the the pendulum has sort of swung back to a more old fashioned, more uh, you know 
thing about it. Like, it has, right? It oddly, more so than when I was growing up, you know? Uh, is and that I, true? It kind of feels that way to me. I don't know about you, but... Yeah, I think feminism has really, like, gone backwards a lot. It's, like, all this, um, you know, all, all this medical interventions with people's appearances and stuff like that, it, it seems to put more of a value on on women's appearances, which is not going to help women. You know what I'm thinking? So I can't get Spencer on Skype um, to call in, but maybe let's try calling him on the phone and seeing if we can do it this way because this is experimental-type radio station, right? Mm -hmm. So let's do something a little experimental. Thanks, Tom and Rob. Uh, thanks for the people at uh, Radio Free Brooklyn for tolerating and supporting me to do this. Like, they're really nice to me. It's crazy how nice they are to me. Okay, so Spencer, let's see how this works. Can you hear the call? Oh, yeah, there it's ringing. Let's see if we can hear it. It's very quiet. There. The call failed. Well, well, I got to meet Spencer, and he was lovely, and he was, and it was really interesting to hear about him talk about it. He said he just couldn't leave it alone; that he had like forty hours of footage, and he was re-editing it even the morning of the screening. Oh, I know, Spencer. Oh, it's not working. So, okay, well, we're going to let this go. So, but tell me what else he said. Tell me what else he said. He just sounded like he had a great time with it. He he just sort of um, really, he was talking about what it was like to just sort of like, you know, be a fly on the wall and be part of the family and part of the troop following you guys around and how completely open you were, you know, even having the camera troop in with you to your doctor appointment and all that kind yeah, of Yeah, you could see my tits stuff. in the film. <laughs> Um, yeah, you you don't look uncomfortable at all. It feels really, it doesn't feel like you are playing anything up for the camera. It feels like we're just a fly on the wall in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was really, it was really great. Um, it made me feel like that I was actually making this film with Spencer during, um, during the time I was getting married, so like the whole wedding thing seemed less stupid because I was getting to make something out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not, you know, my husband was, I kept calling him the bride. Did you know that? I didn't think we knew. Did I know you that well then? You weren't invited really. to the wedding. We didn't, like, uh, yeah, I mean, Phil and I talked about that. It would be a whole other group of people now. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, like, Phil... I didn't plan the food. Phil planned the food. Phil, like, did the gas list. Phil did everything. You know, it's like a secret that there are men out there that get as excited about weddings as women. <laughs> there are a lot of them. I think we need to – I think that, like, a lot of marketing – there's marketing that can be done to men for weddings. Where is that? It's it's going to gay weddings. <laughs> You're right. They don't need any – any marketing. If Spencer was here, I mean, we could have that discussion about um, 
about you know gay marriage and if that's well, something it's interesting that somebody asked him that question during the Q&A like why did this film interest you to make since you know these are not your people <laughs> and, right and he kind of laughed and he said well there's so much focus on marriage and there's plenty of people talking about you know everybody I know everyone in the gay community um, is so you know has been so desperate to get the right to get married so focused on wanting to get married and traditionally most women are as you've been talking about with this sort of mythology of you know being brainwashed into thinking you're nothing if you're not married and it's this big goal in life and that you must fulfill um, that he thought that you were highly unusual because you were so skittish about the idea and that you had all these misgivings and that that was fascinating to him in this climate of everybody else is clamoring to get married and you're like lacing up your running shoes ready to go the other direction (laughs) yeah that was really articulated really well you really yeah I remember thank you for bringing that up because uh yeah that was I do remember that exactly the way you put it yeah because he he said that that was why it was interesting to him that it was like oh it's a different perspective also you know Spencer's from Memphis Tennessee and I have a feeling like that in his in his yeah traditional stereotypes like in his high school, all those chicks were probably dying to get married. But I, I, yeah. I can remember a friend of mine when I was in high school who, out of the clear blue sky, said, you know what's really going to suck? Writing all those thank you notes for wedding gifts. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not, we're 16. We're all looking at her like, what? <laughs> wow, there's somebody who had an issue with wed- with writing thank yous. Her mother must have really beaten oh, it yeah. into her. Oh, hell yeah, she, her mother must have ruined every like party, every event, every every time she got a gift. She probably was just like, "Damn it, I don't want this present. I'm going to write a goddamn note." I I am impressed by people who write thank you notes today. Still, it's not done very often. Not done enough. It's really a great gesture. So, um, we only have a couple minutes left. So, are all your paintings done for your show? They are. Um, I'm showing two big paintings. I'm actually really excited because most of the time I'm showing in wonderful but physically small, given New York real estate mm-hmm. size galleries. And your paintings are large. What size are they usually? They, uh, well, they vary. You know, I, I do work from tiny to huge, and right. I don't get that many opportunities to show the huge. And this is mm-hmm. two big paintings that I did in the past year that are five by seven feet. That's oh. sort of a pair. It's not exactly a diptych, but they were um, conceived together. Mm-hmm. One is a giant wave from a hurricane, and the other is wow. a forest fire. So it's kind of fire and water. Oh, that's opposite, m- awesome. Like, Amazing. Forces of nature. And so I really wanted to blow these up to an enveloping life size, and I've never had the chance to show them both together. And this place is like a gorgeous, huge ground floor space with this big mm. garage door that opens up one big wall and so I get to show these two paintings <sighs> together so I'm super excited. Yes, I know the space. It's really, really, really special. It's, That'll be great. Are you getting them photographed there too? It'd be beautiful to be photographed in that space. You know, I should get some Get Phil on it. Get Phil on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll have to do that because it's short. It's just this weekend. I'm so afraid there's 
so so much great stuff to see this weekend and people are since like back to school night in the art world i know and i know kind of like oh yeah yeah i'll get to that it's like no, no no this weekend or you'll miss it yeah that's why everybody has to go this weekend you know it's so it's so crazy i feel like i feel like so overwhelmed by all the things that there are to go to that it almost makes me feel like, like curling up in a ball of time and going to nothing yeah because you know what i feel like no matter how hard i work at it i'm gonna have a big fomo a big feeling of FOMO no matter what like even if I like I will not it's way my eyes are so much bigger than my stomach yeah well most things will be up for a while and you can go but still it's not like the opening it's not like the you know you know how it is people's heads aren't in the way you can see the art but this is one thing the the galleries in Brooklyn normally do a second Friday nights thing oh right which happened to perfectly line up with the Friday after Labor Day with the big weekend right Um, but then some people are sort of squeamish about the September 11th thing so Uh. some 